0: Hello and welcome to episode 37 of Your Fest, the podcast that's all about festivals. I am one of your hosts, Johnny Sharples, and I'm joined as ever and always by my mustachioed co-host, Tommy Stewart. Tommy, how are you? Uh,
1: I'm quite bearded actually at the moment. I've I've gone about four or five days without a clean shave, so I need to sort that out. Just locked down in it, but otherwise, very good, mate. Uh, Very well. How are you?
0: I'm very well, thank you for asking. I don't have a beard or a moustache, but I have had my hair cut, so that's something for everybody to uh, imagine and enjoy.
1: Did I comment on that at the start? Because I was meant to say... Yeah, I did. I said, hello, haircut, didn't
0: I? Yeah, but you said that at the start of the episode with that we've just recorded <laughs> with, with someone that isn't the person that we're doing this episode with. <laughs> so you're there. Uh... OK, ignore that. Johnny's had a haircut. It's lovely. But for anybody that's not listened to this podcast before, we're not all about haircuts and shaves. Do you want to give a brief explainer of what the podcast is actually all about?
1: Yeah, every week we invite a different guest on to talk about their dream hypothetical music festival. They have to pick uh, three headliners, three days of the week, it can be any artist, dead or alive. They have to pick a name and a location for said festival.
0: And our guest this week is Dart blogger, proud daughter of Wales and Radio X presenter Polly James, who you can hear on the radio between 7 and 10 p.m., every sunday evening and she is a new metal advocate so i think we're in for a very good festival from my point of view tommy
1: yeah we're in for a great festival from johnny's point of view we're in for a great festival i reckon for 12 year old me point of view but also me now um perspective because let's face it new metal is fucking ace um so yeah enjoy it might have that it might not but listen on i think jolly is going to love this festival
0: so should we get straight to it let's do it baby this is episode 37 of your fest with polly james
1: <laughs> for those about to rock we salute
2: you <laughs>
0: james welcome to your fest and to the your fest planning committee how are you doing today
3: i'm good thank you a committee seems very formal is there is anyone taking minutes of this
0: <laughs>
1: I, I once made this ju- I, I once said this um johnny said you do realize this is being recorded right and i said oh shit yeah i i edit this
3: uh, yeah <laughs> however
1: i do have a note a pen and notepad <laughs> so
0: i can pretend i'm taking minutes
3: i feel under scrutiny right now but it's all good I'm happy. We to haven't be taken,
0: here. <laughs> haven't taken an attendance. So we've never taken an attendance. So present at the meeting are uh, Johnny Sharples, co-host of Your Fest, Tommy Stewart, co-host of Your Fest, mm-hmm. and present. Polly James, our guest for this week. There you we go. Made it nice and official now for everybody. Uh, have you ever been planning part of a planning committee before,
3: Polly? Planning committee. I'm going to say not that I can remember. No. So this is this is the very first. So I'm, ha- I'm happy to be here. I'm excited.
1: Unsurprisingly, you're not the Is first. Is there a birthday? Well, I, th- I think most people most people have that's the same answer, to be honest. And I've started asking our guests, <laughs> "What are you more excited about? Being a part of an imaginary planning committee or planning your hypothetical festival?"
3: <laughs> I'd say a bit of both at the moment because I think we're all <laughs> gagging, aren't we? For a little bit of, we're all gagging for a little bit of live music. I think everyone in their heads at the moment in this day and age of just planned. To be fair. You know, when, Johnny, when you said, do you want to come on here and plan your dream festival? I said, do you know what? I'd be happy watching a bloody dog play a guitar down my local pub at the moment. I don't care. I just want a bit of live music in my life. Even though that would be pretty cool, a dog playing a guitar. But you know amazing. what I'm trying to say? Uh, it's it's a it's a great idea. And I I was thinking about it all last night, what I would name it and stuff. So, yeah, excited to get stuck in.
1: <laughs> that, that whole live music thing you just said. So I asked my brother and best mate the other day if... I was like, I just sent them a link to the streets in Manchester, like playing live in Manchester. I think it was Castlefield Bowl or something in Manchester. And uh, I, I said, it was just in a WhatsApp group. I said, does anyone fancy this? And uh, they, my, I think my brother said, I, I mean, at this point, I would watch uh, uh, like Tony Tony Blair and the New Labour uh, cabinet do like, Free form jazz at the moment, so yeah, I think I think we'll try and get streets <laughs> tickets.
3: <laughs> totally, I know loads of people are doing the same. To be honest, I think it's like a coping mechanism. It's just something to look forward to, even even though maybe fifty percent of the the tickets you're going to have to, um I don't know, get a, get a full refund if it yeah. doesn't go on. But I think that, that's the that's my attitude as well. Like, just let's start booking stuff in. Let's start being a bit more optimistic, you know. So, yeah.
1: Have you got any planned, like any any tickets um, yet?
3: I haven't got tickets, but, well, I have got Reading tickets. Nice.
1: Uh,
3: and I was thinking about uh, Bloodstock as well, but I haven't actually made any plans for that because I'm not sure whether that's going ahead. And actually, I do tell a lie, um, I am going to buy some tickets for Isle of Wight Festival, which I think is going ahead in September now. So um when when well, actually, is it usually like is, June,
1: July?
3: Usually in June. It's the same weekend as download. So um yes. download has been has download officially been cancelled? I think it has, hasn't it? I
0: think so. I think it has there been, an- yeah.
3: Yeah. Which is always a which is always <laughs> a thing for me because I love Isle of Wight Festival and I love Download and they're always the same weekend. So obviously Download's been cancelled this year. Isle of Wight has been postponed to September, I believe. And then, um, yeah, and then I'll have that tackle in 2022 again. So yeah, I think it's about, I'd love to go to every single festival. I know, John, you were saying, you know, b- before we started recording, you've got a couple of gigs signed up, but it's about feeling, you know, comfortable going to these gigs. It's like, I'd love to stand there with loads of people, but it's just like, am I going to feel happy with, you know, sort of, it, you know, brushing past people in the mosh pit, that type of thing. I'm like, oh, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, we, we can only yeah. know, I suppose, once once we once we get there, can't we? Like at the moment... The thought of it's quite exciting. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. Once I'm there, what would be? What I was going to ask: What what do you um, so? Do you usually alternate with Isle of Wight and Download, and what which? What are the benefits of both? Why why, why do you like each one, and why do you not like the other?
3: Uh, yeah, no. I mean, so the last time I went to Isle of Wight and Download, I was just totally torn between the two. Um, so I went to both of them. Um, it sounds ridiculous because one is at the top of the country, the other one's on an island at the bottom of the country. But there we go. I love Isle of Wight Festival because, quite frankly, I've just been going for donkeys of years. And I used to work there with a radio station that I used to be on, and I've just, I've just got fond memories of it. It just takes me back to good times. I stay in Ride, if you know the Isle of Wight. I stay in Ride, which is where you get the ferry over and you then get a bus to the festival site, and. It's lush, the Isle of Wight. It's a lovely little island to explore. It's sweet, you know, it's a proper seaside town and like me and my buddy Chloe as I said we went so two years ago so 2019 we were chilling and ride in the morning we had a spoons breakfast and then we went to the festival in the afternoon evening you know and I Love White for me always plays a good variety of bands and acts and then they usually have a proper classic like bucket list artist as a headliner and then you've got Download which I think is one of the most friendliest festivals you know it's a big rabble pit of metalheads but metalheads are like super friendly obviously there's no dramas you never get any issues there and it's a lovely community and a lovely place um obviously you know plays some of my favorite bands as well at download so i think this the last time i went we did download on the friday and saturday night and then we on the Sunday morning, we whizzed down to Isle of Wight in the car onto the ferry and then did the Sunday night at the Isle of Wight Festival.
1: Jesus. So,
3: yeah. That's I know, impressive. it was a little bit crazy. Well, actually it was impressive because I was pregnant at the time and I didn't realize <laughs> I was only eight. I know, it, this is ridiculous. So, um, download 2019, right? Um, And Isle of Wight 2019. Uh, Def Leopard were playing on the Friday night. Slipknot were on the Saturday night. Um, and I had missed Slip. I'd seen Slipknot once before, and I was gagging to see them again, you know. They're not one of you know, they're a, a real I, I you know, I respect them. I think they're a great festival headline, they did on a great show, that type of thing. So I was like, yeah, I'm really ready to get stuck in. Me and my buddy, she, you know, she follows me around the country touring and following new metal bands. Like she's just so great, you know. Um, and then on the Sunday night at Isle of Wight was um was it, it was Biffy Clyro. Anyway, so (laughs) we, we stomached Def Leppard and it was, and it was amazing. They were fantastic. The following day, I got really, really sick, like to the point where I had to stay in bed. I thought I had a bug. I was spewing up the whole time. Poor Chloe, who literally the only band that she loved the entire weekend was Slipknot. Um, We had to stay indoors because then she got like this little bug as well. Um, and then oh, no. we were traveling down to the Isle of Wight. Then on the, yeah, so we missed Slipknot. So that was like super good. And then we just traveled down to the Isle of Wight. We both felt horrendous and we and Chloe left the festival early. And I was like holding out for like, you know, the finale of Biffy Clyro, because I know that they're awesome, but I felt like shit as well. And I that following day when I got home on the Monday, I was like, shit, I've missed my period as well. And I'm <laughs> puking up and I was like, oh fuck. I'm immense pregnant, like you know, I'm four weeks, six weeks pregnant, and yeah, that was. I it. was about so to ask um, how
1: far in you were, and then right, that was when you realised.
3: Yeah, it was literally the day after we came back, and um, oh and it was funny because you know I I put it all on social. Actually, the the timeline of those events was on the Thursday night. I went to see the Spice Girls in Wembley. <laughs> um yes. they just all got back together. And I was like, I was cursing the Spice Girls in Wembley because I was like, I got a fucking bug from that, like, gig. And I'm fuming. It's like totally messed up my my huge, like, festival weekend, you know? So, and as well, like, I worked, at the time, I was working on the weekend. So, like, it was, like, my only weekend I had off. And I was, like, spewing everywhere. I missed Slipknot. And then, yeah, and then on the Monday, geez, it was like, ooh, okay, <laughs>
0: The most upsetting part of that for me is the fact that Polly's unborn child has been to twice as many festivals as I had at
1: that point. And I I saw Johnny's face as well when you mentioned John. I think uh, Ed Gamble is probably the only Your Festival alumni to have um, Slipknot so far, isn't he, Johnny? Uh,
0: So far. I'm hopeful that at some point they'll get picked again. Johnny's a big...
1: Yeah, Johnny's... Sorry, go on. I'll I'll let you talk about Slipknot, Johnny. You're the Slipknot fan here.
0: Uh, I've, they're a the band i've never seen live so i mean and I, but i do imagine that they're just incredible especially from what people i know have, have seen them live as well they are the perfect festival headliner like you say they put on a massive show they make full use yeah. of the 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 stage and the opportunities that are available to them through like pyrotechnics and just theater i'm a big kiss fan as well yeah. Oh, is say, big, say! Oh. a big part of why I love music, and so Johnny's going to gonna see, enjoy today. Oh yeah, I went to see yeah. Kiss in 2009, yeah. when uh, Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons and the rest of the band were already in the like 60s, and um, Paul Stanley like zip wired from the stage across to a little slink <laughs> in the middle of the crowd.
2: Yeah.
0: Gene Simmons got a little lift up to the top of the lighting rig and performed at the top of the lighting rig. It's like these guys are 60 years old oh they were they were the first band i ever loved when i was like nine years old ten years old
3: i am gonna make you jealous again my unborn baby was there at kiss as well when we saw them at the o2 in 2019 (laughs) i think it was that i think it was their like 100th farewell tour like they keep doing farewell tours don't they kiss but um um I, i think that was like one of their last well it would have been their last tour, and then obviously like covid um, step in but yeah like you're saying Johnny like for me I love and um, for me metal I love it because it's so theatrical you know I love it's my favorite thing Go into a rock concert you know I love the rage on stage I love the costumes I love uh, the makeup I it, the the energy on stage just anything goes really you know and that's why I, you know, I like being part of a very small part of the metal community because, like, we just anything goes. We've seen it all before from the wild, weird, and wonderful, you know. So,
1: do, do, from doing this podcast, I found there's quite a uh, there's a bit of synergy with uh, metal fans also being into musical theatre. And I'm <laughs> now you're kind of uh, speaking it out. I'm kind <laughs> of seeing why. And, and which I is I John, Johnny's it. a big, big fan of both. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of both, not just not like mm. as as. You know, as big into either
0: as Johnny or say a gamble is. I appreciate this is yeah, an I mean, audio not... medium. Sorry, but I'm now going to show yeah. Polly, my favorite, my okay. one of the favorite things I've ever done, which was I did fancy dresses, Paul Stanley. <laughs> uh, oh, that
2: is so good.
0: In full, in, so I, good. I had to wear, I was wearing heels as well and a full body, which uh, is my favorite. There we go. Favorite thing that I've ever amazing.
3: done. Oh, well done! Well done.
1: <laughs> My first introduction to Kiss actually was probably School of Rock, and then the program that came after. Do you, do you remember the reality show? Um, Gene Simmons, Gene Simmons, Gene of Simmons. Of Rock. Yeah, which yeah, I loved. Yeah. And then, and then the film. Um, is it the other guys with the little kid who's? Oh, Stifler yeah, off... I know who it is. Yeah, Most it's Kiss. Paul... It's yeah, it's Paul Rudd and Stifler off American Pie, and he's obsessed with kids. Uh, sorry, with Kiss and they have to look after yeah. kids. And he's got this little kid, uh, the, the, sorry, mm-hmm. the little kid that Stifler look, looks after. And he just gets him masculine to kiss and then they all show up to the final battle in the end. Um, and I'm only saying this so I can edit the audio of, of it in, because I watched it last week and it's such a good film. What
4: are these clowns? Kiss? You don't know who Kiss is? No. I heard of them. They look like idiots to me. No, 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 dude. These are four of the smartest guys who ever lived. They're these Jewish guys that grew up in New York. they put on guitars and makeup to get girls and all their songs are about fucking i'm listening seriously this song is called love gun and it's about paul stanley's dick now this girl's gonna get some of his dick
3: like kiss for me and like i remember saying it when um after i saw them and a lot of again i was only really early pregnant that must have been after after the Isle of Wight, because I knew I was yeah, it was after the Isle of Wight and Download that weekend because I knew I was pregnant. and I just couldn't really like say anything because it was you know pre twelve weeks. But um, I remember after that, um, thinking there's there's no other rock band like that. There's no other rock band that will go on stage looking like that, is there?
4: No. And
3: will put on a performance like that. There's none. they they're they're absolutely timeless. They're one of a kind. Did Gene Simmons put that blood pill in his mouth and just get, like, Mary into the crowd? Yeah,
0: he's incredible. One of my favourite ever stories... Don't tell Johnny it was a blood
1: pill. He thought it was real until now.
3: (laughs) Oh, sorry, (laughs) yes.
0: One of my favourite ever stories of Kiss is the fact that Kiss was so uh, incredible at their merchandising. They were one of the first bands to really sell sell themselves as a product as well. But they did this competition of... um, we're gonna give away a picture of us without our makeup on. And this is when they were massive, like late 70s, before anyone they'd ever gone through their makeupless period. They said, we're gonna give away like two photographs of us without makeup on, Enter this competition, loads and loads of people entered this competition. They sent out the picture of them without makeup on, but it was a special thing that as soon as it was exposed to air, the picture disappeared. So the Uh winners took it out this envelope And they saw it without makeup on, and then it just went. And it was... Wow. um... What? That's so cool.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's such a cool
3: thing. You can get a photograph which is, like, doesn't like air. And then it just... Just think it's Harry
0: Potter shit, that is. It's like a reverse Polaroid, I suppose.
3: Wow. I like that. But it's funny, though, because even nowadays, and, like, you know, um, I saw Kiss once before at download, download, and then obviously, you know, Kiss, one of the last bands I saw before lockdown, obviously. But um, even like, I follow the guys, or like Paul and Jean um, on Twitter. And they're just like normal, normal humans. Like, you know, they got like real soft sides and they're just like super chill. They, you know, post photos of their family and like funny videos. And I'm like, oh my God, but you're like (laughs) Paul and you from Kiss. Like you should be like crazy, super, you know, wild rock stars but yeah it is funny i'd love to see them without i'm sure sh- surely there's like photos of them without their makeup is there
0: not because there in the 80s they ditched the makeup and went when they did crazy nights they did that without any yeah. makeup on I've, I've always wanted to go
1: to the isle of wight because um who was it who played a legendary set was it the who did a legendary set there like maybe in who, the 60s and I, who were there
3: yeah two 2000- thousand as well I think it's 2016 yeah
1: 2015. But uh, I, I yeah. think I had a dvd of them doing it in, in my I think Hendrix as well did it back in the day um but anyway I my only um I've not been to the back to the Isle of Wight since year six I went on a school trip there which was probably my first <laughs> school trip away from home and I came back with uh <laughs> with <pregnant>. conjunctivitis <laughs> <laughs> no. conjunctivitis which is far worse i'd rather have come back pregnant so i could i, I just woke i woke <laughs> up one morning um and i i, I don't know why i'm telling the story but i remember it's, it's only because i so a previous another previous your fest panelist uh, sam delaney who we had a few weeks ago he goes to the Isle of Wight. i think he has a place there just because he says it's his happy place it's the most peaceful place in the world
2: yeah. So I feel like I
1: need to go there again to get rid of this memory of just coming back with like a clothes scabbed over eye uh, from a dodgy hotel in the Isle of Wight. But I remember it being a really nice place.
3: It is a nice place. And you um, and funnily, you should mention that you've got bad memories of that place because I had as well. My ex-husband is from the Isle of Wight. Now I've managed to (laughs) vanish. (laughs) I've managed, managed to sort of not relate Isle of Wight to him anymore it's more about the music festival you know so I'm, I'm happy walking around the Isle of Wight not thinking about him thinking about I'm here because it's a lovely seaside town or island whatever you want to call it and geez I mean it's like the he- the music heritage on the island is just fantastic so yeah I, I, I would but- recommend go back and and Get rid of all those. Let's banish memories.
1: the bad memories. Let's banish the memories <laughs> yeah. of your ex-husband and my conjunctivitis. Yeah, yeah. good.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, Polly, should God. we move on to your dream music festival then? And yes. to begin with, okay, we're going to need a name for it and a location for it.
3: Okay, so. um I was thinking about the name last night and obviously we've been talking about, I was pregnant in 2019. I now have a daughter. She is one years old. She's called Indy, um, not oh. because of indie music, just because I like the name. Um, otherwise she'd be called New Metal, but didn't do that at the time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I, you know, so I, I think I'd like to name my festival around her in some sort of way. So I was thinking, I was brainstorming last night. Do you want to, I, I did write a little list. Shall I?
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's hear like it. The, we want to hear the thought process. We want to spitball. We yeah, want to. Hear, okay. uh, what's it called? Right. Fucking brain.
3: Okay. This is, art. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Isle of Indie.
1: Yeah. Love
3: it. Indie. Indie Palooza. <laughs> Indie Island. Yeah. Indie Jungle. Indie Rave. <laughs> landed Indie, Indie Pop, then I've got Indie Mix, Indie Weekender, Indie Town, Indie in the Park, Indie Fields, or I could just go with straight up solid Indie Fest. So those are the kind of things that I was thinking about. <laughs> what are you going with?
1: Oh, I mean, I've only managed to write down to five of them out, of the, uh, out okay. of the 43 that you listed off there. <laughs> <I know.
3: laughs> I'm on the, I'm on the fence with obviously all of them at the moment but I was thinking maybe when the festival takes a little shape as a whole the name will be better suited to you know to one of them I suppose okay. I don't know I at the and moment gonna, I, I, no what were you drawn to
1: I'm drawn to I I say we all because we tried this with Alex Horn last week's episode um we tried to um right. we tried to go with think of the names we went along and it was providing Johnny both logistical Johnny and mm-hmm. Alex with great anxiety to not have the name nailed on at the start so what i think we should do we all nominate one and mm-hmm. then we mutually decide so i'm going to nominate indie palooza right.
3: yeah indie palooza okay yeah, yeah I love what that. about you john
0: i was going to go with uh, indie fields indie fields
3: and you, i'm going to go
0: with wait you just decide
1: actually unless there's one you like better than both
3: Indie Palooza. I just feel Indie Palooza could just be a total rip-off. Indie Fields could be. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it chill and basic. I'm gonna go with Indie Fields for now. That's
1: fine. Yeah, that's fine.
3: And I'm at, and I'm allowed to rebrand at the end.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, okay? Yeah. Have a great uh, <laughs> podcast, guys.
3: Cheers. Sir. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. I'm a- cheers, I'm Morgan. Read- okay. I'm done with this.
4: No, no, no. Sorry, no. Oh, uh,
1: Sorry. So do you know what? That's pathetic. You can track me, maybe not my. No, answer. no, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm being <laughs> Piers Morgan.
2: <laughs> um, we'll see. We'll see.
1: Fuck off, yeah, Johnny. Don't you dare call me people, Piers
0: Morgan right? ever again. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. And so where, where's what where's Indy Fields taking place?
3: Okay, so I'm gonna say um I suppose maybe my my native Wales because uh I'm hoping the festival would be so awesome it would put Wales on the map once again for its brilliant music supreme or I'm just going to go with maybe somewhere close to the beach or you know near a beach somewhere where it's warm not too hot but nice and warm comfortable I love a festival where you don't have to wear that much <laughs> you feel comfortable <laughs> at least sitting out for hours Are we talking <laughs> you know about lying on speak, the maybe a new dispute that's fine that's a whole (laughs) different festival um but you know let's face it camping is a lot more fun when it's warmer so um I'm gonna go somewhere nice and warm but maybe maybe on a lovely hot summer's day in Cardiff somewhere in a big field in Cardiff so yeah
1: love that
3: is that okay all right wicked fine (laughs) yeah I love that
1: I've never been to, I've been to, I've been on nights out in Swansea and I'm actually from Shrewsbury, which is close to uh, like Wrexham, North Wales. I've never been on a night out in in Cardiff. So what's a nice, like what is it, what's it saying compared to uh, an English, classic English night out, for instance?
3: Well, I think the main thing for, um, the main thing for Cardiff is that everything is very close together. Um, so you've got the Cardiff Bay where I live which is literally a mile away from the centre and then you've got Cardiff City but you know Cardiff as a whole it's just up and coming like everything is happening in Cardiff you've got you know the huge sports stadiums you've got the big nightclubs you know you've got you know everything is building everything is growing and um, it is just an awesome place to go it's just nice and enclosed and I would say people are very friendly. You know, you've got so many different genres, um, you know, depend, depending on what you're into. I suppose you'll always find somewhere to go in Cardiff.
0: Um, back to indie fields. <laughs> um, what days yeah, of the week? Are we, what days of the week is it taking place on?
3: Um, I'm going to go with Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Oh, actually. I work on a Saturday and Sunday, and because this is my festival, I guess I can choose the days, right? So, <laughs> you no, want. I'm
2: going
3: to go with, I'm going to go with tradition. I'm going to go with tradition, and we'll go with Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
0: Cool. Yeah. And what is so? We'll start with Friday at Indie Fields. What's okay. that looking like for us? Yeah.
3: So, to be totally honest, I was thinking. Right. So, I really love. My, my favorite genre of music, I like a bit of everything, but my favorite genre of music is new metal. And I'll tell you for why. When I was younger, um, long story short, my dad moved over to America when I was super young. So I spent a, a chunk of my time over in the States and my siblings were into loads of different types of music. They were kind of punky kids, but they like grunge and hip hop. And, and then when the millennium came about, we all got into our, or maybe 98, 99 type of thing we all got into new metal because the coolest thing on telly was mtv's trl i don't yes. know whether you guys yeah so yes. we got we got into new metal and for me i'm still heavily into that stage and i haven't really shaped it <laughs> off so um i know right so i'm you know and also i you know i gosh i mean some of the albums that I listened to back then, they were my carefree days when I was like 14, 15 years old. So some of the albums I used to listen to back then, the, the new metal albums, uh, some of my favorite go-tos now. So I was kind of thinking, do I just do like a full-blown Limp Biscuit festival where Limp Biscuit headline every single night and then I just have Limp biscuit bands. And I thought that would be really, really, really bad and um, it, would, it would be worse than fire festival, but, um, I, and then I thought, no, do you know what? Um, I'd like this festival to succeed in a certain way. So I thought, right, I like a bit of everything. I think I'd like to mix it up. So instead of having, you know, a new metal night or just a full-blown new metal festival. I'd have like, you know, a bit of new metal, a bit of grunge, a bit of classic metal, that type of thing. Bit bit of everything. Maybe I could have a a TRL revival stage. I don't know. Oh, I love
1: that.
3: Yeah, I mean, that would be pretty good. You could throw in like Backstreet Boys and then Blink-182 and then Limp Bizkit and then Jay-Z and then Destiny's Child. I don't know. Anyway, but I'm just thinking of other things now. But I think what (laughs) I'll do on the Friday night, Um, Or in fact, I'll go back to the new metal. So new metal would take place on the Saturday because I think that's wild. It's nuts. It's just crazy. It's the one you want to let loose, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. And I think that notoriously on Saturdays, that's when everyone generally does, you know. So I think what I would have on the Saturday night is I'd have um, possibly maybe like I don't know. Now this is like full-blown fantasy now, but I could maybe have a little bit like a you know, like in WWE when they have like the Royal Rumble. Hey, this man
4: Wait a minute! What? Oh my god! The rock! The rock, the rock is in Philly! The Rock's at the Rumble! Whoa! The Rock
3: will be the slender! And then they send out.
1: <laughs> this is so this is music oh, to my ears. I, I fucking love this already.
3: I know, so you know when you like and they bring someone out and you're all just waiting in anticipation who's the next wrestler. Yeah. Well, who's the next new metal band? So maybe I could just have like oh a my like God. a wave of like new metal bands anywhere. coming out just to perform their like greatest hits. So we'd have like a bit of Saliva or Papa Roach, and then yes. C O D cult in there. And then maybe maybe Corn and Slipknot and Rage Against the Machine, they can have a bigger set. Obviously Tom Morello legend, but I think I'd have them, and then I'd have an hour of Limp Biscuit.
4: You think you're special, special you do. I can see it in you.
3: Yes. And then yeah what do you think
1: i fucking love this was, yeah no this fine, is this, this is like this Wait, is I um <laughs> i'm guessing so you were 14 15 at this time you were saying so i'm guessing yeah, you're around yeah. right, johnny's age i was about 11 or 12 i'm a couple years younger but this was my yeah,
4: yeah this time
1: Year seven and year eight, this was my life. All yeah. oh, like Royal Rumble, MTV2, and TRL, as you say, and Kerrang! No, um, uh, yeah. these, I, I, I got a bit of... A significant Other is still legitimately one of my yeah. favourite like one of my top 10 or 20 albums ever it's fucking an incredible album that I still listen to regularly and I don't care if people say it was just a phase with Limp Bizkit or because you know is for it? a couple of years they were the biggest thing in the world weren't they really but that breaks okay. off video you know.
4: it's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up everything is fucked everybody sucks you don't really know why but you want to justify ripping someone's head off and if you went to interact, your life is on contract Your best bet is to stay away, motherfucker It's just one of those days It's all about the he said, she said, bullshit
1: and you, The amount of people who appear on it Like Eminem just appears out of nowhere Um Wait, Ben Stiller, he's on the rolling video, isn't he? But yeah, I I, I love this And Johnny, I have to say, uh, Johnny's eyes uh, lit up And his ears hurt up when you mentioned P.O.D., I believe
3: Oh, P.O.D. Are you a big fan of P.O.D.?
0: I was when I was like uh, 15, 16. I, was, I went to, uh, so I i skived off college, sixth form college to go and see P.O.D. perform at the Highbury Garage. So I lived in, Pres- lived in Preston wow. and travelled down yeah. to, to an intimate gig, P.O.D. gig at Highbury Garage um, and went yeah. to see them there. Um, they were the first, one of the first, the first gig that I ever went to was Skindred, mm. who were Welsh Welsh legends, obviously, uh, yeah, from Newport. Yeah, yeah. Um Il Nino, Brazilian um new metal band, and then POD headline, very dreadlock heavy uh, <laughs> gig. And just a blend, but do I you like
3: cord as well by your guts
0: No. So apart from oh, I, I really oh, like, oh. like their I really like um their cover of Word Up. Your
3: pretty ladies around
4: the world.
0: new metal uh, uh-huh. pop cover which new metal bands
3: covering pop songs is a brilliant phase I, um, yeah. I have i have i have a full blue Apple music playlist of new metal cover so Oh, sorry, so send it.
1: <laughs> brilliant it's so good is it public so can we share we but, um, should share that johnny
3: no yeah you can share it it's um it, sometimes i get like a notification going so and so username has uh has downloaded or has i don't know yeah shared your playlist i'm like yes ah. yeah limp but biscuit um... did
0: faith and behind blue eyes like um faith, yeah. of the Down. That,
1: faith, that faith cover is a brilliant 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 cover oh alien ant farm doing a uh, smooth criminal
0: yeah uh yeah Sister of Down did, uh, a Down metro time. uh marilyn manson who uh we shouldn't really mention did yeah, some really yeah but he did some Good cover, like changing was really good. Um they did they did a lot for um not another team movie, didn't they? They did a whole soundtrack. Yes, of, yes. yes, they
3: did. So um I've just got a couple here, I'm just gonna throw out, but Orgy Blue Monday, yes. an, an amazing cover, like probably better than the original. Um Disturbed Land of Confusion. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> um, a Day to Remember since you've been gone, Seafit, Careless Whisper, like probably my favorite cover. Um, oh, you know. obviously Marilyn Manson, but uh, "Dope," you spin me um around like a record. That's a good one. Pod, bullet, bullet in this in the blue sky.
0: Yeah, wow. you too.
3: Yeah. So um, there's some there's some good ones on there, but um, this I mean nice. it's it's funny. Yeah, Go it's on. funny when you think about um, uh, you know, not many people like loving new metal because. I'll always remember I read a, I don't know whether even you said that actually, I don't know where this thought's coming from, but it's nice. I think it's nice to meet someone who back in the day loved new metal because it's just a genre that people don't fucking like. And I just don't get it. Someone said, in fact, I get it, but I, I'm a very loud and proud fan of new metal. Like I always remember this, this person who was a journalist she wrote about the new metal scene and revival and it always sticks with me and I laugh about it but she said that new metal was the shit stain on the music scene of the late 90s early noughties and I just think wouldn't the shit stain of the music scene be a great name for a stage (laughs) (laughs) like where was it I can't remember where it was so anyway so that's my Saturday
0: love it that's a great Saturday. Can I throw in two more names for Saturday? Sorry.
3: So the Royal Rumble of New Metal. Yeah. Are we
0: yeah, allowed yeah, Andrew we... WK?
3: Yeah. Go. For... Yeah. Yes. Okay. Thank yeah, you. That's the thing fine.
1: Is, the thing is, with a Royal Rumble, is you've got. Yeah. So obviously we've got um, I've I've got in you know like Corn, Slipknot, POD and stuff. But the thing is, the Royal Rumble, you have thirty entrants. So we've got like you know we've got thirty yeah. good bands there, and then we know Limp Biscuit are going to be headline at the end so
2: yeah. there's going to
1: be something yeah. for everyone did... if, if you're a new metal fan at okay. least
3: yeah exactly and I think you know the the people that cut you know the bands that come on at first maybe just one or two songs like can belt yes. about sort of shit you know okay fine
2: cool <laughs> that's great right.
3: and then I was going to throw, throw a curveball in because Limp Biscuit they only do like one hour sets now whenever they go on stage um, and I was thinking after that um, just to get people totally like revved up is just throw in old school Beastie Boys. I know they're not metal, yes. but if they could if they could perform the Hello Nasty album after Limp Bizkit, that would be great. <laughs> You know? I
1: first discovered the Beastie Boys is one of my favourites anyway. But I, um, I, I first discovered them through you know new metal. I, I, I think when I first saw the Fight for Your Right uh, video, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if it was like a new new metal band doing an ironic because I was 11 at the time. If they were just doing an ironic 80s looking video, do you know what I mean? I thought that was part of the scene anyway. Um, but it made me discover yeah, the Beastie Boys, and as a big hip hop fan, new metal got me into a lot of great rap music as well
3: totally totally yeah so i think maybe if, if i'm allowed i know i'm taking liberties here wildly but um maybe throw in a bit of beastie boys at the end <laughs> no Saturday that's night. fine
1: what a great day <laughs>
3: okay cool.
1: uh, should we go to friday okay, no. then
3: okay friday i was thinking mm-hmm. on friday um start off with you know the the ogs of metal the sort of uh, the classic metal heads i was thinking. We'll start off with maybe ACDC just to warm us all up nicely. Then we'll Thank throw you. to KISS. And then to finish off, you know, when everyone's like just partied out and they just need just to be, I don't know, already, they're already blown away. But maybe I just think Eddie Vedder. songs from you got Pil johnny jam, smiling you again
1: you got johnny really smiling okay.
3: again
1: i knew as soon as i saw your uh, I knew- your tattoos and your t-shirt i was like this is going to be a good festival for johnny
3: and again it's not i know they're a bit more yeah you know, or they're obviously like grungy aren't they pill jam but i think it would be a nice little contrast after everyone's um i think you might see some of the metal heads sort of um you know um leave after after kiss and head to the silent discos. But um, I think a lot, I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people would like have a final pint and they'd stick around for Eddie and yeah, it'd be awesome. There's,
1: there's a lot of crossover there though. And I, I will let Johnny talk about Eddie Verder in a second, but um, I also, like I, like I just said with the BC boys, I also got into, you know, Nirvana and grunge music through new metal and Kerrang <laughs> and VH1, well VH2 or whatever, like all those music channels. At that time, it got me to Nirvana, who was still, like, you know, possibly my favourite band. So, anyway, I'm going to shut up and let Johnny talk about Pearl Jam.
0: <laughs>
1: Eddie you, are you sticking
3: around for Pearl Jam after Kiss?
0: Eddie Vedder is the greatest human being to have ever, <laughs> ever existed. <laughs>
1: oh... oh. He was grinning like a little boy throughout. You, 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 when you said "kiss" and then fucking Eddie Vedder, Jesus Christ!
2: Uh, Oh my gosh! Everything Um, Eddie Vedder has
0: ever done is perfect. From, (laughs) from, from Pearl Jam to Temple of the Dog, which was the super group that he had with Chris Cornell, to his solo stuff, the soundtrack he did for Into the Wild, to absolutely just the way he is and the way he looks. He's an incredibly handsome and good looking man. He has very good (laughs) ethics and politics. He is a vocal advocate of women's rights. He um, was a vocal pro choice person in the early 90s when there was a lot of issues around family planning stuff in America he was an advocate of cheap tickets for young people to attend music he took a lot of stuff away from Fugazi and Ian MacKay and tried to transfer that across to grunge he took Ticketmaster to court because they wanted to charge over the odds for people to attend Pearl Jam shows they boycotted any uh Ticketmaster Associated venue and played uh, very small venues when they were the biggest band in the world. And my idiot cat that I absolutely hate is called Eddie after Eddie Vedder because he is the perfect human being. Thank you. That's all.
1: To
2: the I take walk
1: Welcome to Johnny Sharples' TED Talk, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Johnny, Thank you, Polly. He's, you he's waited, get... he's waited 30, fucking 35 or 36 episodes to get that all off his chest.
3: Johnny, you can't get Eddie Ver- better than that, can you?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs>
3: Sorry, I <say> that. My, <laughs> my 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 um, my music um, scheduler or my my music producer, as I should say, executive producer um, at the radio station. He is a huge Pearl Jam fan, and I actually had him for Secret Santa, and I knew how much he loved Eddie Vedder. And um, there was a, a mug. That I had made, and it says you can't get Eddie Vedder than this. So <laughs> get one.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, that, that's Johnny's Christmas present sorted. I went to see Eddie Vedder do a solo um, acoustic performance um, back in 2012. So it was just as he had released uh, ukulele songs, I think, which was his second solo album. And like Polly said, he did some yeah. did some Pearl Jam songs. So he did like Porch. And he did loads of stuff from the Into, Wild, Into the Wild soundtrack. And it's one of the it's the most expensive uh, gig that I've ever paid to go and see, excluding uh, Leeds Festival. Tell us how much. Not that much. I just uh, like a lot of punk and underground bands, Tommy, so I don't pay that much for. <laughs> <laughs> All that blue tick Twitter money coming in, is it? All that football, <laughs> football Twitter money. Um, but he was he was brilliant. So I think him as a headliner would be amazing, especially if he follows Kiss.
1: John, Johnny's the only. Well, yeah. I, I, I say, actually, I, I'm not going um, <laughs> to. I'm not going to assume people's uh, sexualities, but I'm a bisexual man. Polly, you're. Uh, I, I don't know, but uh, are we all fancying Johnny's a straight man? But are we all fancying Eddie Vedder? We can all agree that he's he's gorgeous, right? He's one
3: oh, of yeah. the best handsome and men I, I'm, ever. I'm a straight woman, and I yeah, obviously. Eddie Eddie Vedder is is gorgeous. I mean, he's the epitome of just the the grunge looking rock star, isn't he? You know.
1: Yeah. 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 And he, he's not a dick as Johnny's just <laughs> said with, it, with all his. <laughs> what do you say? I, I didn't. I
3: didn't know a lot. Yeah, I didn't know much about obviously. You know what what he had, what he had done. I have to say, I'm just, I'm more. I just listened to his tunes and more so actually. Um, Pearl Jam. I actually saw him. Um, do his solo stuff I mean I felt really awful because I was like God I'm missing out on a a bloody icon here and one of you know obviously Pearl Jambi and one of my favourite bands but um, he was doing something before The Who who I saw at Wembley um, actually when I was pregnant again (laughs) nine weeks (laughs) pregnant Um, that that was a very that was a very busy um, very busy month (laughs) but uh, he was there um, supporting Uh, the who when they were at Wembley obviously back in 2019 June July that type of that type of time and um I was on air before so I remember rushing there who was there as well I can't remember who was at the beginning of it but yeah so he was on just before the who and I remember we got the last couple of tracks from him then which were of Pearl Jam but um yeah I remember thinking oh I need to uh I'd love to go and see him live as as a solo you you know soloist
1: Brilliant! I think that that might go down as um, Johnny's favourite ever. Your first day uh, kiss and kiss followed by Pearl oh Jam. Gosh, I, like I don't know what is. is I don't it. know how he feels about ACDC. I'm a big ACDC fan.
0: AC, the, the the songs, the like the the famous songs like Back in Black and um, Highway to Hell and You Shook Me All Night Long mm. are just perfect pop rock pop songs. songs. Yeah, they're absolutely amazing, and they're what they're yeah. the biggest selling bands in the world.
3: I, I would love to. I think I saw them. Like it was like at a festival, but I'd love to see them. You know, like I'll always remember that Kiss gig at the O2, and I remember thinking, this is like such a great venue to just see like such a huge like rock show. You know, quite intimately, even though it's it's not. But you know, you want you tend to see these big iconic rock bands at festivals where it's a little, little bit more open, and you might be at the back, and you're not really fully focused on it if you stuff yeah. or whatever or you know pregnant <laughs> and, um, <laughs> i'd love to see acdc like um as i saw kiss i think it would just just be awesome so
1: the last tour yeah. they did with um they did with axel rose who apparently properly got his shit together and he was he was on time and he sounded really good and stuff. My mate, my, ma- my mate went and he said it was the. He's an ACDC nerd. He said it's possibly the best he's ever seen them. Um, so and he has got that type of voice, but he wasn't being sort of late, dickhead, Axel. So um, yeah quite cool I mean, as, as well to see him with him
3: I love how like Axel Rose is he's like the measure like when someone's like really late and when any anyone is like late on stage or or I don't know on live telly like Axel Rose always is trending on Twitter because they're like <laughs> yeah. wow he's like later than Axl Rose. Like, yeah it's just ridiculous but um
1: he might be late yeah, but is he so, Axel Rose okay, late so
3: that's, yeah exactly exactly that ridiculous no i was going to say that's my um that's my friday night so i, I think we've friday. got another goodie there you know to kick us off
1: yeah sunday then what's sunday looking like polly
3: okay sunday um i'm gonna go early doors i want to go um some more classic metal bands so i'm talking maybe like metallica aussie motley crew another big wave of all of those um type of cool. bands um, and then I'd like to finish it on a really lovely note, even though it will get a bit carnage. But I think it would be a really heartfelt way to finish such a great festival, and if I don't say so myself. But with um, with a big two-hour set, two-three-hour set of of all their greatest hits of um, of Lincoln Park.
0: When Linkin Park weren't mentioned on the Saturday, I was either worried that you I mean, weren't a Linkin Park fan or... No, I'm a big appearance.
3: Linkin Park fan. I, I just thought... I think for them, like, they're they're, they're a real special band for me and for, for many, many different reasons. But I think as well, like, they really are a big trailblazer. You know, you say, obviously, like, I don't know, Fred Dias is kind of the messiah of new metal, but then I think you they really Lincoln Park really cut through the new metal yeah. genre and uh crossed over in so many ways and even the people who hate new metal they will still love Lincoln Park I think you know
1: no offense to new metal because we have been defending it for a lot of this this episode yeah. But no offense to new metal but they are sort of beyond new metal
3: aren't they I think oh totally that that that's what I mean. I think they're an exception to the hate that every everyone gives, like you metal, you know. But um, yeah, I yeah, and I think they they deserve, and obviously the whole Chester thing. Obviously, God bless him. If I could bring him back for that one night, oh, he deserves that. Yeah. He deserves the head. So, Lincoln
0: Lincoln Park are an incredible. Like we said with um other bands, like they're an incredible pop band as well. Like. Things like Faint yeah. and Numb and Crawling were massive songs in like the top 40 as well. They're just a, an amazing band and it is saddened what happened with with Chester and and everything that happened afterwards yeah. and how I didn't realise at the time how close he was to um, Chris Cornell, which obviously was a bit of a, a spark in what, ha- what happened with Chester as well. But yeah, they were a great band. They sort of felt like they came out. I know when Hybrid Theory was just absolutely, it was like a perfect... Perfectly pe- packaged album from start. First to finish. five or six,
1: the first five yeah. or six tracks, yeah. First five or six tracks just yeah. absolutely slap.
3: Yeah, and I and I listened to that obviously back in you know back when it was it was at when it came out and when I was you know sort of into my new metal you know the, as I said the TRL days and you know I loved it back then and those were my carefree days. Those were when I was young and I you know loved you know I had a bit of a aggressive mentality that type of thing did what I want you know don't give a fuck attitude that type of thing and you know when I resonated with so much of what what like Lincoln Park did and obviously like Limp Biscuit and everything but Lincoln Park were just I just felt that they were like a level above and then even to this day now that is my go-to record I could listen to that over and over and that's the scope of how massive they are and how brilliant that record is you know from like the start to the finish in the order that it's all in and I listen to it in a in a different mind now you know it hit me hard as a 14 year old it hits me now as someone in my mid 30s someone as a mid someone in their mid 30s you know so um yeah big respect for hybrid theory in fact all, all their records you know when they when he brought out heavy just before he died
2: i don't like my mind right now stacking up problems that are so unnecessary wish that i could slow things down i want to let go but discomfort in the panic and i drive myself crazy thinking everything's about me yeah, I drive myself crazy, cause I can't escape the gravity I'm holding on, why is everything so heavy? How it on, there's so much more than I can carry I keep dragging around, what's bringing me down? If I just let go, I'd be set free
3: Is so heavy. You say that, I'm... that was a big song for me as well because I was over in America with my dad um, going through not a, not a hard time at all but I was just felt a bit lost in my life and um, was listening to that and in fact, one of my big regrets in life or a lot of people say to me um, oh, you know, you, you get the question um, what would you tell yourself if you were 13 years old? I would say to myself Go to that Limp Biscuit. Co- uh, sorry, go to that Lincoln Park concert because I was meant to go to see Lincoln Park play um, in Manchester in the when was it in the June or maybe it was the yeah maybe it was the June and I didn't I didn't go I ended up not going because I think I went to go see Blink One Eighty Two instead up there and I thought oh, I'll just see Lincoln Park again. And as it, as it was, he died a couple of months later and I was just devastated. And that's my one big regret in life. I always oh, bad, or, you know, to have that one regret, it's not that that bad, is it? But I always say, yeah, go and go and see that concert that you want to go to because you, you just never know. And I really feel like I've missed out on them. Um, on seeing him, you know. as a massive as a massive
1: as a massive boom 182 fan i have seen them live and they were I, I know they can vary but they were fucking atrocious when i saw them <laughs> like i saw them at Reading, or no sorry leeds or reddit no which one was it Reading, in 2010 and uh you know they're all like 40 doing their fart jokes and and, that and not playing on time i was like come on lads i mean they have an amazing back catalogue but going back to link linkin park i remember yeah. for like my 12th birthday or something I got on VHS, you know, it's pretty much pre... Well, I guess DVDs were just starting. We are talking like 2001, 2002. And I got a Linkin Park. Yeah. I just kept seeing it in Virgin Megastore. This Linkin Park video that was like inexplicably like 21 quid and it had all the Japanese writing on. I don't know if any of you guys have it, but it was like a tour video. And I've still got it somewhere back yeah. at home, like a VHS. Um, and it was the coolest thing. I remember just watching it and watching it over and over again to the point where... The school disco in year seven, I I did the uh, I did the Chester hair, so I spiked individually spiked up like twisted <laughs> round like spiked up my hair in individual sections, you know, like on the um uh, the paper cut video. Well, all that period crawling paper cut yeah.
0: didn't have the guts to black, uh, diet yeah. blonde though. But yeah, I need to ask one more question about Lincoln Park's uh, set at Indie Fields. Is Jay Z okay. coming out to perform? Collision course
3: with them, but well, because this is this is fantasy, I'm going to say yeah, and any other special guests as well. Stormzy can come out with them as well, like he did before. That's absolutely fine as well. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> we'll have the we'll have the full shebang. We'll have the full shebang.
0: Amazing. We finally because have I think- <laughs> collision course being played live at a festival.
4: Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're far too kind. Oh. Woo. Yeah. Ready? Woo. Uh, woo. Can I get an encore? Do you, you want, want more? Cooking raw with the Brooklyn boys So for one last time I need y'all to raw uh, 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 yeah. uh, Now what, what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more So for one last time, nigga, make some noise Get him, Jay Fresher than whole, riddle me that. The rest of y'all know where I'm lurking, yeah. Can none of y'all mirror me back? Oh, yeah. yeah, hear me rap. It's like Han G rapping his prime. I'm Young H.O. raps great for Dead. Have to take over the globe. Now break bread. I'm in Boeing Chance, global express. Out the country, but the blueberries still connect. On the low, but the god got a triple deck. But when you young, what the fuck you expect? Yep, yep. Open and grand closing God damn your manhole Crack the can open again Who you gonna find Open in a With no pen Just draw inspiration Who so you gonna see You can't replace him With cheap imitations. Of these generations oh, oh, Do you want more Cook and roll With the Brooklyn boys One last time I need y'all to
1: thank you we, we've, been, we've been campaigning for this since day one we never thought it would happen
3: well, johnny i'll even give that to you as the finale of the entire indie fields festival if you want oh
0: amazing thank you
3: okay well. <laughs>
0: this, this is this is the greatest fantasy festival that we have ever had on your fest <laughs> wow he's saying it I was, sorry sorry I nathan taken- from martha
1: Literally everything that we have like kind of lovingly, uh, lovingly had running jokes about it, in jokes about it, or things that Johnny genuinely loves have all kind of emerged in uh, what I like to call the cosmos. The cosmos is at play here and it's, it's synergized everything.
3: <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm glad of that. Oh, genuinely that would just be the, the absolute ultimate uh, festival ever. Bit of a lot, bit of a, you know, a great, friday night with like some of the classics you know you're ticking off your bucket list bands and then on saturday you're just ready for a tear up in the mosh pit and you're just excited it's going to be a big show of entertainment and then sunday you know it's going to be super heartfelt and your your lighters are going to be in the sky taking it back to the 90s that sort of thing and then yeah god we'll be down and out by the monday
0: (laughs) well we'll be coming back pregnant
3: Uh (laughs) i know yeah (laughs) Uh,
0: Tommy, oh God. Tommy, do you want to run through Polly's festival in full?
1: Yes. Thank you very much. In full. Okay. Oh, okay. I think I've got it all. Uh Polly James, your your fest is. We went through a few names. Uh that is the purpose of the planning committee. So Isle of Indy, uh, Indie Paloza, Indie Jungle, Land of Indy, uh, blah, 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 blah. And we came to the conclusion that it would be called Indy Fields. It will be held in a big field in Cardiff, where Polly lives. Uh, So it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday festival. On Friday, we've got the classics of, uh, I suppose, old metal and rock, ACDC, going into Kiss, much to Johnny's Delight, going even more to Johnny's... uh, Look at his face, bless him. Uh, I'm sorry you can't see it, listen, (laughs) but he is so happy right now. Going even more ecstatically into Eddie Vedder and Pearl Jam. On Saturday, we have... um, I've written down the um, shit stain on the music industry day, but not in our minds, is it? So it's a new metal day. We've got um, a royal rumble of new metals. So 30 acts, the first few, probably up to 20, will just play one or two songs. So the likes of Corn, POD, Slipknot. And then we get to the sort of, uh, well, as it goes on, we get to the big boys like, uh, yeah, Slipknot and Corn. Yeah. Then at the, as the headliners, we've got an hour of Limp Biscuit. And then the post-headliners, we've got the Bloody Beastie Boys uh, coming in there. Sunday, we have got some more metal legends. So we've got the likes of Metallica, Motley crew, Ozzy Osbourne. And then headlining, it is the fantastic Imperious Linkin Park. And we will close, finally, after fucking 36 or something episodes, we've got Collision Course with Jay-Z in Linkin Park at last. Polly, Yay. James, thank you for coming on your fest. That was an incredible festival.
3: Oh, do you know what? I'm absolutely gagging for it now. I just want to <laughs> get out there, book more tickets, and yeah, make sure you make sure you book those tickets. You just never know what's going to happen. And God, haven't we, haven't we all learned a lesson this year? Now we all wish that we had gone to so many more before this bloody COVID and lockdown stuff. And oh, I, I, got I the always fire say in my belly. Buddy.
1: Yeah, I I always say, and it wasn't me who coined this, but I I can't remember where I heard it, but and I think we'll all should take this into account going forward. You'll never regret you'll you'll never remember that night you stayed in instead of that night you went out. So if someone says, Do you want to come to the pub or do you wanna come out, do you wanna come to this football match, do you wanna come to this gig? Just go. At least for the next year, and then we'll get (laughs) then we'll get just get bored of it again. (laughs)
3: Johnny, I've got one more question for you before before I go.
0: go
1: on. Do you
3: like festivals now?
0: After that, after Eddie Vedder, after POD, after Linkin Park and Jay-Z... No, sorry, I still do like <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got genuinely excited there.
1: I was genuinely... I,
3: I thought I turned you human. Never mind.
1: Good effort, though. I think that's as close as that's we'll the come. best
0: effort, Yeah. Best
3: effort. Yeah, so far. Okay, fine. I'll take, that, I'll take that. Guys, it's been amazing. Thank you so much for oh, having thank me.
1: Thank you, Pai. Lovely to meet you. Thank, thank you. you I
4: came, I saw a conqueror, a record sale, a sold out concert. Come so on, fuck You want this encore? I need you to scream to your so
0: That was episode 37 of Your Fest with the fantastic Polly James. And with my apologies to Nathan from Martha, but that's just replaced Move to Durham and Never Leave as my favourite hypothetical festival that we've had so far. It had Linkin Park, it had Jay-Z, it had Eddie Vedder. And if you can't tell from that episode, I love Eddie Vedder.
1: Yeah, perfect festival for Johnny and one that I I never thought Nathan's would be topped, Um, Move to Durham and Never Leave. And yes, sorry to say, Nathan, it has. And however many episodes we do this, I don't know if that will ever be topped again. Do you, Johnny? It's
0: looking very much, until I get to pick my own hypothetical dream festival, I think this one has secured its place as my favourite.
1: And I, you know what, I obviously, as you can hear uh, from my joy, especially at that new metal day, I was pretty buzzing as well. And to have fucking Jay-Z in Linkin Park.
0: Yes. At, At long last... But if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please go back and listen to our previous episodes of the podcast. Please leave us a review on iTunes. Please tell all your friends, family, and loved ones to listen to Your Fest because it's the best podcast that's all about hypothetical festivals. You can also follow Polly on Twitter at Polly James. You can follow Your Fest on Twitter and Instagram at Your Fest Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Johnny Gabriel. Please do not follow me on Instagram. And you can follow Tommy on Twitter and Instagram at
1: um, Andrew Steele.
0: And we'll be back again next week for episode 38 of Your Fest. But until then, stay safe and we love you lots and lots. Bye. Love you. Bye.